The new set of laureates going into the uh, Junior Achievement Dallas Business Hall of Fame on Saturday, and, and chief among them is, is a young man who grew up here um, in both the business community and also the sports community. Clark Hunt now is chairman and CEO of the Hunt Sports Group, which you probably know better as the Kansas City Chiefs and FC Dallas, and he joins us right now. It's good to have you with us. Uh, David, it's great to be on with you today. Yeah, this has been um, this has been your life, I guess. You must have been a little kid when when your father had maybe what the Dallas Texans or even before the Kansas City Chiefs or the Dallas Tornado. Yeah, I, I grew up in Dallas uh, with a lot of my dad's sports ventures. Uh, the Dallas Texans actually uh, came before I did, uh, if you will. That that or, or left all... before you did, maybe that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, both. It came came in 1960 and moved to Kansas City in 1963, and I was born a couple of years later. So, is this something you always aspired to do? You know, the the, the interesting thing about your background is you're a jock. I mean, you were a four year letterman. You were. You were the captain of the SMU soccer team, which was really a great soccer team. Yeah, I always enjoyed sports. I think uh, that probably came from my dad because he he was so into sports, uh, both in his youth and then then in his professional life. And so growing up, uh, you know, he got me involved, you know, playing you know, many, many things. And, you know, ultimately in high school, I played uh, football and soccer and ran track and was fortunate enough to be able to play soccer once I got to college. So I definitely had had a sports background. From a professional standpoint, um, I guess I always assumed that I might end up in, in the business, but it wasn't something that I pursued uh, right out of the chute when I graduated. But, you know, that that's the word that come that I keep coming up with is business because, Sports, I mean, on one level, sports is like, it's, it's like art. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're artists, and it's different. But there is a business of sports, money-making and, you know, insolvency and, and continuity and that sort of thing. And you have to kind of meld the two together, don't you? Yeah, that's exactly right. And uh, used uh, an interesting word there, insolvency, because uh, so many of my dad's, you know, sports ventures were startups. And like all startups, uh, they struggled uh, in many cases for decades, not just years, but for, for decades, because he was breaking new ground, uh, whether it was a pro football team in Dallas or the creation of a soccer league in, in North America, uh, the establishment of professional tennis. You know, those were big, big undertakings on his part, and uh, he fought for, for many years to try to get them to break even. Well, and, and in soccer, there have been many iterations, and obviously in football, <laughs> because he was instrumental, he started the, the AFL and, and, and moved along parallel paths with the with the NFL for a long time, but you're a founding investor in major league soccer, which is sort of a redo, you know, in the soccer business too. Uh, yeah. Uh, my dad's first foray into the sport of soccer came with the North American soccer league back in 1968. And that league lasted about 15 years uh, into the early eighties before it went out of business. But when the world cup came to the United States in 1994, 
part of the deal with FIFA was that the United States uh, would work to start a new Division I outdoor soccer league. And of course, my dad had to be the first person uh, to raise his hand. And uh, th this was shortly uh, after I'd come back uh, to work for him. And so he quickly uh, uh, pointed me in the direction of, of getting involved with that league. And I had the pleasure of being there during the formative stages of, of Major League Soccer and getting that going. And it's hard to believe now that we're 26 years plus uh, into the establishment of that league. And, and you look where soccer has grown to in the United States. And, and it's phenomenal. And, and in fact, I back, I guess it was during the holidays and the mayor of, of Frisco on. And we were talking about your stadium out there, the Toyota Stadium, which is which has turned into this incredible venue, not only for soccer and and the home of you know the Soccer Hall of Fame, but also for uh you know, for football, for for bowls, that's that really has taken off. That's a major investment. Yeah, it it sure has, and, and I think a lot of it has to do with how the community of Frisco and everything in North Dallas has just continued to grow. Uh, but the melding of professional soccer and uh, collegiate and high school football in Toyota Stadium, I, I think, uh, makes a lot of sense for our family given my dad's background in both sports. It, it's fun for my brother Dan and I uh, to be able to, to watch FC Dallas games and then also you know, host major uh, college bowl games as well. So you're, you're a man, you're a tale of two cities, I guess. But you, your, your roots are here, obviously. And, and, but, but by the same token, you are among the highest profile individuals in, in Kansas City. You, you just go back and forth. <laughs> Uh, I, I do spend a little bit of time traveling uh, back and forth, uh, that's for sure. Um, I, I had that example uh, in, in the household growing, growing up. My dad was constantly traveling, whether it was to Kansas City or uh, somewhere else on NFL business. And, uh, you know, so it's something that I, I've gravitated to. I, I guess one of the small uh uh, positives of COVID over the last couple of years is that it's it's trimmed back my travel schedule a little bit. I don't travel as much anymore. I do a little bit of of Zoom as well. But uh, no, I love love being up there in Kansas City, and and we've had an absolutely uh, magical four years, uh, you know, over the last four seasons with Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes. Good night, back to back Super Bowl appearances. I mean, that's legendary. That doesn't happen very often. So we're talking about business because of the. Going into you're going into the business hall of fame here in Dallas. Tell me about the two communities. Are are they are they similar, Kansas City and Dallas? I would say they have a lot of similarities and, and also some differences. Uh, they are both great places uh, to live, and uh, the, the people are, are extremely nice uh, in both communities. I, I hear from our players and coaches in Kansas City how much they enjoy living in Kansas City uh, just with because of the respect that they're treated um, and, and how their, their families enjoy living there as well, and I think that's also uh, true of Dallas. You know, Dallas is much, much bigger. Uh, than Kansas City, and uh, you know that's something that's really happened over the last three or four decades, and it is growing at at a faster uh, rate. Um, I think that the Chiefs in Kansas City are really really important uh, to the community. Uh, that's you know one of the benefits of playing in in a smaller market. It's not like you know a team on one of the coasts in New York or Los Angeles. Where, you're you're where, the 800 pound gorilla. 
Yeah, no, no, we, we have, we have unbelievable support in Kansas city. Our, our fans are, are incredible and uh, there's nothing better on Sunday than seeing the chiefs kingdom at Arrowhead stadium. So tell me about, uh, let me switch you back down here and about soccer for a minute. Cause I'm really hearing a lot of buzz. There's a real effort of, within the community mm-hmm. to get world cup activity down here the next time around. You think we're going to be successful? Yeah, I, re- I really do. I, I'm very optimistic. Uh, the World Cup's coming back to North America in 2026, and uh, Dallas is one of the cities that has put its foot forward to, to host games like it did in 1994, and I, I feel reasonably confident that, that Dallas will be selected. It, it was a great venue for for the tournament in 94, and I don't think that'll be any different in, in 26. Uh, obviously, um, everything that's happened with the development of soccer here uh, over the last 25 years uh, with FC Dallas, I think really had, has bolstered uh, the interest in, of FIFA in bringing uh, the tournament back to Dallas. So we're looking forward to it. So what do you offer as, as venues or, or is that, is that up to you? Obviously, you know, you've got Toyota stadium, your stadium in Frisco, but, but I guess, I guess AT&T stadium, which is air conditioned considering it takes place in the summertime, Maybe attractive also. Yeah. Yes. I, I think AT&T Stadium it, is the likely destination for the tournament here. Um, FIFA wants to be playing in bigger buildings uh, with in excess of 50,000 seats. So uh, that probably means it's headed to AT&T, uh, which will be an incredible venue for it. Um, I think uh, we're hopeful that uh Toyota Stadium and Soccer Complex will be selected as one of the training venues uh, for one of the teams. Uh, you know, hopefully the United States, but uh, we'll see how that sh- sorts out. You know, I tell you, maybe it doesn't matter. And I, maybe I and I know you're a St. Mark's graduate. Maybe St. Mark's had one, but I remember Green Hill had. I think hosted. I think it was the Brazilian team that was that was working out there. And got to be, you know, just sort of everybody got to know all the players, and and it was a lot of fun. So USA would be nice, but a lot of other teams out there. Yeah, yeah, I, I think Dallas will be a very attractive uh, training destination uh, for uh, whoever ends up here, and we may end up with several teams uh, train training in in Dallas, which would would be really cool, just in terms of uh, uh, being able to get a sense for the flavor of the tournament. All right. Well, look, uh, congratulations again on your induction with uh, a lot of really fabulous people who've preceded you and entered with you into the Junior Achievement uh, of Dallas Business Hall of Fame. And uh, keep up the great work. It's really fun to have uh, have an AFC team to pull, uh, team to pull for, you know? Yeah, <laughs> I, I like that a lot, lot, David. That's why I tell all my friends in Dallas, hey, you can have an AFC team, too. You, yeah. You've got your NFC team. Your AFC team needs to be the Chiefs. So we, we love having some support down here, and it's great being on with you today. We do. Clark Cutt, our guest today, chairman of the Hunt Sports Group. For more of our conversation, go to krld.com slash CEO. I'm David Johnson. News Radio 1080 KRLD.